0: to another episode of the Prepared Mindset Podcast. If this is your first time joining, I am your host, Austin, and welcome. We have another awesome episode for you all this week, joined by my good friend Damian of Garrison Readiness. And yeah, uh, this is going to be, I believe, Damian's third time uh, on the pod joining me. So um, the original episode was under Concealed Journey. That was what the company was formerly uh, affiliated with. As And I encourage you guys to go back and check those out. Great discussions every time we have Damien on. Uh, Really, really good stuff they're doing over at Garrison Readiness, trying to uh, work to improve themselves, but also to offer a training solution to their community, which is something that I 110% support, something that I'm trying to do here in in my community, bringing, uh, if I can secure location, to the southeast Michigan uh, area bring training opportunities here. So actually if anybody listening to this can reach out to me, if you have access to like an office building or something, uh, that would allow for obviously dry fire practice, um, something like a a CQB style class, let me know. Um, I've been thus far unsuccessful, but, uh, as somebody who knows the struggle very much support what, uh, Damien and Demrick and the crew are all doing out there at Garrison Readiness. And, and again, happy to have them on and, uh, happy to touch base with Damien, have our conversation. Uh, I think you guys are really going to dig it. <clears throat> it's a really, really good opportunity for us to catch up. Uh, you know, we always say things like, yeah, we'll, we'll do this again soon. And then before you know it, it's like nine months, right? And you're just getting back in touch with people. Uh, but that's life, right? So it's good. It's a really good conversation. We touch on a number of things between training and community and accountability, uh, really just great stuff going on. Uh, excited for you guys to get to that, but before I jump over, I do need to say thank you to our presenting sponsors here. Um, and something that we are really excited about is the changes that are coming to what you know Prepared Mindsets doing here in 2023, and some of the goals we have moving forward. So, uh, our presenting sponsors they are tremendously supportive and help us in all of our endeavors here. We're very thankful for the companies that we get to partner work partner with and to uh, work with. So. Let's let's just say thank you to Active Carry, guys. Head over to activecarrytech.com if you're looking for a med kit. If you have no idea what needs to go into a med kit, Active Carry has a bunch of different solutions for you guys. Their Blazer V2 is a great IFAC kit. They have their Gamma, their Guardian ankle kit. Lots of good solutions if you're looking for, uh, you know, medical components, all kinds of parts and pieces. A custom kit builder. They even hooked you guys up with the discount code PMP10 to save 10% off your order. Guys, I know that medical isn't always the flashiest of things you want to spend your money on, but it is the most impactful. Make sure that if you are carrying a firearm, you have the ability to address the wounds created by a firearm. Head over to activecarrytech.com. Again, PMP10 is going to save you 10% off whether you're picking up a kit or some components and pieces to build and add to what you already have. Make sure you have the supplies the tools, the resources to be effective should tragedy strike. Again, activecarrytech.com, PMP10 for 10% off. Also need to say thank you to our friends over at LARP Labs. Guys, I know it's all in vogue right now to paint your rifle, and there's a lot of merit to it. Camouflage is a very important part of what we do. However, I understand the apprehension behind painting things like optics, lasers, hell, even night vision, right? Right. Head over to larplabs.com. Discount code PreparedMindset, all lowercase, is going to save you ten percent off. Some killer computer-cut vinyl wraps for things like your handheld lights, your weapon lights, your optics, lasers, even your PVS fourteen. Right. Make sure that you got your camouflage on point, and you know what, you don't have to paint it. the The vinyl here is super high grade. It can last up to three years outdoors. This is the stuff they use on competitive rock crawlers. Super tough. Great stuff. Love what John and the team are doing over at LARP Labs. Head over, check it out yourself. Pick something up now. Check out your new pattern, your new color. Get yourself squared away without having to risk damaging your optic, your laser, your light, whatever have you. And lastly, need to say thank you to our newest sponsor here at the Prepared Mindset, 100 Concepts. If you guys have been paying attention on social media, 100's out there doing some pretty good stuff. Their light caps have really taken off in the last couple months. Uh, and they have a ton of other offerings that are already out, and even more they're working on getting out to you guys. Things like helmet scrims, pack scrims, they have uh, pay speeds available on their site, uh, scope caps, all kinds of good stuff going on. Uh, Their sling hook to keep your rifle and everything out of the way, head over to 100concepts.com, check out what they got going on. Everything ships one self-contained unit. They give you the cordage. They give you all the parts and pieces you need to make it an effective addition to your kit. Reduce your signature. Pick up some light caps. Pick up some scope caps. Check out what they're doing. And there's more coming. There's more on the way. Great company. Love Jonah and and have had some great dialogue with him. It's awesome stuff. Head over to 100concepts.com. Check those out. Pick some up for yourself today. And with that... I'm gonna get over to my conversation with Damien of Garrison Readiness. Hope you guys enjoy. Check it out.
1: Your intro afterwards?
0: No, I mean, well, yes, yeah. I'll do the recording afterwards. Right. We can do it now. You want to do it now? I'm gonna do it live. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, let's do it. No, we're not gonna do it live. <laughs> um, <laughs> I,
1: don't I don't care. I know we're recording right it'd be now, great. so.
0: But welcome back, man. I mean, it's it's been. I don't. Dude, I don't even remember. At least at least six or seven months, because yeah. last time you were on, I was still using Skype for yep. meetings, and I've been doing this for, yeah, it's got to be at least six or seven months. Um, you have so a what, timeline than I do. Uh, yeah, you know, it's only because I looked through and did all my review stuff for year end. Oh, sure. Cool. So that's why that's I have like a better scope you. of what, of that's, good. what that's responsible of you. Cause I'd be, I would have been like, yeah, you know, like three, four months ago, whatever. And <laughs> it's not, it's not three or four months. Um, I, yeah. I think that sounds
1: right. Cause we were, we were hoping to be able to speak again before the holidays. Cause we knew once the holidays hit, there was no way we were going to get this to happen. So dude, it was, and then I contacted you around the holidays and you were super booked. So
0: yeah, the holidays were super, super busy. Um, and then, so I'll tell you this. Well, I think you might've seen it online, but like my wife slipped and fell. So she was on crutches yes. for like the yeah. last like, well, she was supposed to be on crutches for like two weeks. She was on crutches for two days, she's and stubborn. then decided to just just friggin hovel around the house like an yeah. angry little, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what. Um, and Does she, like, listen say, Does she
1: listen to no. this. Did she listen to these? Okay. No, she doesn't.
0: Not all the time. I'll tell her. I've told it to her face. I've said it to people I work with. Uh, one yeah. of my conference calls, I, she'll be sitting there working next to me, and I'll talk about how ridiculous it was. <laughs> and she's like, right there. She's there glaring daggers at me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. She's not stubborn. She's strong-willed. Keep that uh, in right?
0: Sure. I mean, tomato, potato, whatever. Uh, <laughs> food. But uh, so what have you guys been up to, man? I know the last oh. time we talked, the last time we talked, you guys went through the name change to Garrison yeah. Readiness from Concealed yeah. Journey. Yeah. Um, which again, like, just puts a finer point on how long it's been since we actually sat down and talked. Because it's been it's been like a hot minute. You guys have been uh, yeah, rocking really the is. game and, and all that stuff for, for a bit now, right?
1: Yeah. The official name change was April 23rd, 22. It's um,
0: my brother's birthday. My younger brother. What's up? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Happy birthday, bro. Um, <laughs> we uh, So we did that then. And since then, we've just been rolling through some like positional things like inside, you know, the, the entity of GRG. Just trying to like everybody find their pace and their rhythm again, you know, because we, our our president from T C J, Corey, he's he's amazing, and it's impressive what you find out. Some people's attributes are when you no longer have them, so the exact opposite of what we were talking about before we started recording. Oh Um, yeah, you know, it's like once somebody's not there, you really realize what you're missing. And Corey, not only like physically what he did for for our structure like our team if you will um Mm -hmm. our business he he did he did so many things and he did them all so very well and then he left and that's when we transitioned into grg and then we began grg bringing on a a new instructor after Corey left and her name is april and she was great she brought a whole new demographic to what we're doing right because you see there's five dudes, you know, all with beards, right, and tattoos and stuff. So you yeah. definitely lose a lot of that, at least like, um, what do they call it, curb appeal, from from no. a demographic and audience being I like that.
0: You, yeah, a, a yeah. little bit, yeah. People look at it from from the thousand foot view and they're like, "There's yeah. like expectations, man. Like you gotta, have yeah, yeah, you gotta." And <laughs>
1: and I get it, right. And that was that was a nice benefit of having April around as well. She brought a bunch of medical experience with her. And she opened our opportunities up to a whole new demographic. And that honestly became one of our most, uh, let's say uh, like prevalent demographics was honestly a lot of women in the area. Mm -hmm. Um, Still maintaining the amount of males that we trained, but really ramping up the amount of females that, that we were able to get access to and train with and teach and stuff like that. So that was great. But losing Corey all of his responsibilities essentially got like, a, you know, trickled down and parceled out to all the other members. And it was just, you know, a transitional thing of all of us trying to assume new roles or extra responsibilities in our roles. I took over the social media entirely. My brother took over the website entirely, which those were things that Corey did all on his own, which just shows how much more of a magic man he is that he was doing all three of these responsibilities as well as like actually instructing. Yeah,
0: people. People assume that it's like, you know, oh, it'd be great to work in a training company. Oh, it'd be great to to run a tra- You know, to do that stuff. It, oh, it'd be great to do all this stuff. Must be so awesome, and it is. You know, it like, is. It is. But I like it. But it's it's it, there's like there are definitely days where you're like I you know and you'll probably agree since you run the social media for you guys we like you know I gotta got to freaking put up a post today like let me <laughs> let me think on this for a little bit and it's not you know because you don't want to do it just to do it because people exactly. see you. you know for and you sure. want to be. You know, part of what you're doing here, you know, just, I, you know, is it's educational, right? So you want it's through Hopefully. that school. Um, yeah. And it's it, it some days it's just like, you know, it's just like it, it becomes a job to some extent. It becomes a yeah, job no, it does.
1: It's you know, definitely of- a responsibility, you know? Yeah, I, and-
0: I feel like it is
1: for something that I'm committed to here at Garrison Readiness. I mean, the uh, cliche expression, burn the ships at shore. I have I have committed to that. I've committed to GRG that this is what we're doing going forward. There is no going backward. So you have to take this on and you, you have to you we owe it to ourselves like and our dreams and our aspirations to want to do this and to all the work and and investments financially, physically, um the time as well which is, you know, an irreplaceable resource. we put all of this commitment into it. It'd be in vain to go back. So it's it's a responsibility for sure, but I, I try to stay grateful for that. Of like what we're doing is, like we are, we are starting to work into something we've all dreamed about, or at least it was a dream, and now we're making it a reality, and that's super special. And sometimes you lose sight of it, right? Is like, oh man, I got to make a post, you know, or else like our analytics are going to go down, right? We're going to lose traction, we're going to lose momentum. Like those are things that I'm concerned with, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the other physical side of things that that's more important is is like what we're actually doing with people and I, I try to keep that front and center of like why we do what we do and aside from all the internal politics of you know because we're friends we're all friends you know and some of us are family so there's some things that try to seep in from the outside I, I I'm I'm typically not very good at doing those things, but I, I've done a really good job at trying to keep things personal and professional. That's, yeah. You know? It's
0: difficult to not let the personal bleed in the professional. Um it's okay. It's it, it it's tough, you know, like when when we launched here, um my brother was a part of the process. Right. Now um not so much really. Yeah. Um it's just it's the way it goes sometimes for a lot of different reasons. You know, it could be could be kids, could be time, yeah. could be sure it could be you know disagreements, but um, <clears throat> no, I mean, like you said, it's, it, it, it's worth doing it right. And there's a certain amount of, I'll use the word yeah. maturity. That's probably not the best word for it, but there's like, you know, like a certain amount of maturity and going like, all right, like I'm pissed at you. Cause you stole my groceries off my porch or something, but like, right. we have to have this meeting right now. So we need to refocus yeah. and yeah. like whatever, I'll kick you in the dick later. And yeah, exactly. You know, just like move on.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. You know, I mean, uh, it's, it's easy for some people to let those things get in the way, I've tried to, I've tried to make it a point to not let it. Right. So like, you know, if there's some sort of family affair, like I, I was supposed to go help my uncle finish building his shed and I didn't right. For whatever reason. Right. So now he's upset with me because I told him I would go help him and I didn't, but I made it to the next meeting. Right. like, so then the business he's been my uncle forever. He's only been my business partner for two years, but I made it to the business meeting, but I didn't make it to help him build a shed, you know? So, we're at the business meeting and I understand that he's upset with me, but during the business meeting, everything was business, right? It was all, and then right. after the business meeting, it was like, hey, what the heck? I could have used your help. That, that lumber is heavy as hell, you know? And, Way to
0: go, asshole. Yeah.
1: yeah, and those are some of the things that we understood going into this, being friends and family, that there was going to be some conflict of interest, right? There's going to be some nepotism in some other ways, right? But um, I feel like we've done a really good job. And what's what's really refreshing is, I don't know what happened, but over, I don't know, the last six weeks, it seems like all of us really got fired up. Um, in the meantime, my uncle and April, uh, they have left Garrison Readiness. So now it's myself, my brother, Tyler, who is Connecticut on Instagram and another high school friend of ours. His name is Officer Pork. Uh, if you couldn't tell his profession, that's the kind of line of work that he's in. It's like an inside Person, like it's a self burn, and those are rare, yeah, so yeah. that's good. You know, he just had to own it, right? I guess I don't know, yeah, but I mean, you can get it can one way or another, it Might as well yeah, for it. sure, for sure. Um, so now it's us four, so Corey's not here anymore, my uncle's not with us anymore. I mean, our private range is on his property, so he's definitely still involved. He's just not like officially involved anymore, and neither is April. So now, once again. We've lost our medical experience. I don't have any, you know, I was never in the military or law enforcement. I took like a T triple C class and, but that's, those aren't credentials, <laughs> you know, that's like,
0: right. Like right. I
1: can put a tourniquet on congratulations, you know? Um, well, I mean, so we,
0: there's something to be said for that level of effectiveness, but yeah, I mean, to, to teach it. No, you'd no, probably agree. I'm not yeah, going to that- say that. Yeah, there's there's just more required there. Like I wouldn't like I probably know almost around what you do. Yeah, I would not. I would not for for probably any more. instance, uh, you know, put myself out there and be like, hey guys, um, I'm running this med class today. What's up? No, like,
1: no, I it's wouldn't. super foolish. No, right, it's, and well, it's dangerous, especially problem. with
0: medical of all things. Definitely,
1: dude, and you know, in the last in the last six weeks, we've we've come together with you know we've kind of like refreshed ourselves in a way and. And it seems like we're all getting on the same path and we're all like filling our roles and feeling the rhythm again. And us four are going forward with like, you know, uh, polished lenses, it seems. And it's, it's a, it's a really awesome feeling and it feels good. Like we're all just full of piss and vinegar, just chomping at the bit. So that's awesome. And that point that you just made about uh putting on classes that you're not necessarily qualified for that, mm-hmm. I I took some notes about this and I've been listening to a a lot of your podcasts and I've just been absolutely like sucking from a fire hose lately, especially preparing for our podcast here. I was listening to your conversation with chance with holistic and um, I forget the gentleman's name over from core vision. What was it? What's his name? Uh, Kyle. Kyle. Awesome. So specifically that right. And last night I was on my way home from that commute I was talking about and I was listening to your conversation with Kyle and when you guys were in the conversation talking about, you know, if it's too cheap, you know, the, like that's a red flag, things like that, and like people, he was talking about two guys from where he's from in the Pacific Northwest that mm-hmm. took his whatever carbine one class and then were teaching carbine one, you and know,
0: replicated it, yeah, or tried shortly to.
1: thereafter, right? And those are things that I've been very conscious of going forward because without any official especially in in this this community, this culture, the two A community, whatever uh, the gun world is like not having military or law enforcement background myself, not having military or law enforcement background mm-hmm. so easily discredited for my knowledge and experience with guns or shooting or whatever. Now, I'm not talking tactics. Right. And like you mentioned with chance from holistic, the TTBs tactics, techniques and procedures. The tactics yeah. and techniques; those things are arguable, right? Those those things are context driven most of the time, but procedures aren't. Um, but I don't have I don't have that background, and I still don't even tread into teaching tactics, right? And what we're trying to teach are techniques, really, and fundamentals. You know, and like that's most of our classes. And like I mentioned with the demographics earlier, most of the stuff that we're teaching is fundamentals, right? Is we we can all shoot proficiently, so we can teach shooting. You know what I right. mean? I mean, right. we're technically certified, but honestly, you know, some well, certifications I, are a wash. You can just pay for a certification yeah. for some things. You know what I mean? Like I well, got, I got a small engine they, certification in high school, but, it, dude, but you don't but want me working gonna, on your lawnmower. more. You is it really I mean? going to
0: carry the weight? Yeah. And that's, no, no. The, that's the giant gap that a lot of people don't, a lot of newer firearm owners, especially, but people don't realize is like you take your CPL course, like now, you just have the ability to carry it. Like that doesn't right. arm you with the information, definitely, man. Uh, or the, the the skills, definitely, or the context. Or uh, I mean, if anything, you'll if your class is at least halfway decent, you're going to walk out of that CPL course and go. I have so many more questions than I walked in with. For sure, that should be you the know? response, and I, I agree and that should be the response. Having outlets to to go to to find, you know, training on. I mean. Well, it's fundamentals or not, you know, like be able to have that outlet, be able to have that place to uh, seek out information, seek out training, seek out the opportunity for both of those things. Like what you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, That's honestly, it's a, it's, it's a vast part of the community because for all the cool stuff we see on Instagram, right. I mean, yeah, there's a whole lot more of the other stuff, like the The nuance. Yeah. Well, well, I was gonna say like the, you mean. No, the the new gun owners, people that people that that haven't gone full, you know, all all in like we have. um, And maybe they (laughs) will eventually. Right. Maybe they and hopefully they will eventually. Hopefully. Hopefully. But right now they may not know. They may be scared. They may be anxious about it. You know what I mean? It's so I think, you you know, is I think that discrediting somebody solely around, to your point, lack of law enforcement or military experience, I think. Yeah. um, I mean, certainly vet your instructors. Not saying that, you know, um, and there's definitely weight there with those experiences. However, I will say that having done those things does not always guarantee that the person is a good teacher. Absolutely not. It's, just doesn't, I mean, communications is, is a skill, uh, you know, being able to communicate things more than one way is a skill, um, you know, patience is a skill. (laughs) I mean, all those things, like it's, it's never a, it's never black and white.
1: No, At least in my experience. Definitely not. And, you know, just because somebody is an instructor doesn't mean they're a good instructor. My father had three kids. That doesn't mean he's a dad, you know? So, like, keep that in mind, right, is these things aren't automatic and they're not, uh, like, guaranteed or given, you know? Uh, as an instructor, for sure, just like just like Chance, no, Kyle said, you know, as an instructor, I'm telling you, vet your instructors, right? And I, I agree yeah. with it. And that's something... I've always been super conscious of I try to make sure I, if I speak I speak for myself but I know with the other guys on the crew that they believe in the same thing of not getting the cart in front of the horse where we're in too deep trying to offer a class that maybe we can barely perform let alone actually translate and teach it you know like just because I can clear a room doesn't mean I can teach people how to clear a room. Right. I mean, and the gravity that comes along with those things, especially when it becomes real world, like that translation gets so lost. And that's that's something that we try to be really careful about understanding that um, like, I don't have military law enforcement background. You know, I never went to SWAT school like, you know, we've done some training with some guys off the east side of our state. And those guys have been, you know, SWAT for like 11 years, you know, cops for 15. Those guys have you know actually seen some stuff you know drug units and tasks for task forces those guys have really seen some things you know and whatever you could be a cop for 40 years and you still maybe can't even draw your handgun and qualify as measly as oh, yeah. state qualifications are yeah you for see sure. so,
0: yeah
1: four year 40 years as an officer doesn't necessarily make you any more qualified than somebody with no law enforcement but you know whatever that, that's why it's an individual basis you gotta you gotta take the instructor on their own um, but we, 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 try to be really, really careful with that. And we try to be really transparent with our credentials, air quotes. This is audio only, but Austin can see me, right? Air quotes, our credentials, our experiences, <clears throat> and those things need to be taken into consideration. The fact that we do have some and that we don't have some, those things are serious. But one thing that's undeniable about what we're doing is, you know, that we're safe and We're very passionate about this, that we're trying to offer something to not only like our locale, right, but Mm -hmm. just this industry and this culture that we believe may not exist and that we certainly didn't have coming into this, that we want to be for somebody what we wish we had when we were coming into our firearms world and realm and like learning about guns and learning how to shoot and gear and guns and setups and techniques and i don't i don't know much about tactics really but
0: well um, i mean tactics i think are just the application the te- the application of those fundamentals you know like um <clears throat> which to some extent some base things happen they just happen yeah. and you can figure out needs to refine them from there other things like room clearing obviously you need to seek out professional guidance on things like that and that's like it's far down the line, and I think a lot of people ju- want to jump straight to things like tactics. And it's like, well, okay, like cool. It looks cool, and it is, yeah. But it's yeah, like, it, you know, yeah, hold on. Yeah, for sure. You do you have the pieces? Have you have you been able to crawl, and then be able to walk? Totally, dude. You know, you can't day. you can't jump straight to running, and no. um, you know. I mean, and I get it. You know, that stuff kind of sells clicks and follows, and um, it's certainly. Valuable information. Like everybody yeah. should do that. I, I. What I'm trying to say is, you know, recognize that it's a it's a journey, right? There's a process totally. to it. You got to learn totally. these things. Yeah. Um, and if you don't invest in yourself, invest that time in yourself, uh, you're doing yourself a gigantic disservice because you're just gonna have to double back and fix those issues. Yeah. You know, so that you do it first, or you go to a class, waste a bunch of money, have mm-hmm. to come back and fix it, and then go back to another class and spend more money. You know, there's there's a reason why, generally speaking, right? Most instructors have different levels of class, like pistol fundamentals, carbine fundamentals, rifle, you know, and then carbine two and three or advanced carbine. You know, I mean, Um, so it's it's you know not without merit to approach things that way, and I think uh, that is one of the things that has been uh, a, a constant in the the training community that is a good thing you know one of those yeah. things that definitely shouldn't go away
1: i agree yep yeah, it's it's too easy to get sucked into like the newest and greatest thing and what's what i think is awesome th- despite despite like the innovation and everything i think that that's also something that interests me in guns too in in this gun world is the innovation and like the history the technology and you know i, I was in a gun store yesterday and i was looking at some old falling block rifles you know and it's it was so cool On this rack right here, there's like an 18, whatever, 89 falling block, right? Mm -hmm. And then right next to it was a modern AR-10, whatever, right? And you're looking at these two firearms that are 150 years apart from each other and just the advancements in technology, like those things interest me as well, like the firepower and, you know, accuracy advantages and things like that, you know, capabilities that come along with it. Those things interest me as well but other things that are interesting to me is being able to actually resonate with somebody that was where I once was. Right. I I think about that. Right. And that's, that's part of, it's not necessarily our mission, but it's something that I keep in mind and why I keep going is we try to be for the individual, what we wish we had growing up or coming into this anyways, you know, my brother and I got in again shortly after high school. Um, we grew up shooting guns and stuff like that around the farm, but really in in the scope that we're in it now, in in this scope that this culture and group, whatever party that you want to talk about, however you want to name it, um, this industry, we we're we're trying to offer a difference for those kind of people because what we see is how long it's taken us ten years to be at the skill levels and interests and passions and like how how passionate we are about people being prepared and ready and capable individuals, not only for themselves. Right. But in the grander schemes, like for this country, right. And like what it means to be a countryman and what it means to be a Patriot of this country, it's taken us 10 years. And we're still so far from where we should be as just humans, you know, just as, as men. And then as like Patriots of this country, you know, all of us could use so much more fitness all of us could use more ammo in our basements, things of that sort. All of us should be better shooters. But what we see is when we bring students into the fold, right? Like Corey specifically, he's a beautiful example of this, right? He's kind of like the golden child of like, yes, that's why we do this. Right. Is when, When we met Corey, he had moved here and he was, he was just somebody that our uncle went to church with. And my uncle brought him out to just come shooting with us. Well, we showed him things in his first year of shooting that it took us five years to learn. So he's able to grow exponentially and he can catch up so much faster to our skill level than it took us. Right. Because of those things, like you said before about, um, learning those, you, you like grow training scars and then you have to come back and fix them. Right. And those are things that we're hoping we can alleviate from new shooters. Right. Um, people that have been in it for a while as well, you know, there's some like my uncle, right. He was, he was in the Marines in the nineties. He's, he's a qualified rifleman as all Marines, I believe have to be. But I think that's like one of their requirements is that you must be a rifleman. But anyway, um, he's a great rifle shooter. That doesn't mean that my brother and I still can't teach him something about shooting a rifle. You know what I mean? And we have, right. And it's old dog, new tricks kind of thing. So, you know, for, for that age gap or experience level or whatever, you know, like, We've worked with police officers as well. We've trained them. You know, um, what the instructor that's that we just brought on, Officer Pork on Instagram. His name's Connor. Um, he's not the best handgun shooter that we have in the crew, right? Even though he's got the most law, enfe- law enforcement experience out of all of us. So that, that goes back to just being like, what we can all learn from each other, regardless of our backgrounds, and how yeah. we can just make this group better in general. Something that you see so often on here is like, especially on Instagram, you know, maybe it's just internet theatrics, but, or it's just like a, it's like a, a, byproduct of the internet in general, like a side effect or whatever. But so many people calling other people out about doing things wrong or whatever. And you were talking to chance about this the other day. I don't yeah. even know when that, when that aired, I don't know, but I listened to it yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you hear so many people calling other people out and it's like, but what can we learn from each other? Right. Not, not so much about like how somebody else is doing it wrong, but you know, this like glass houses and shit, man, you know, What's, like what are you like,
0: doing wrong? When I talked to newer shooters or people that are like, I want to learn about X, Y, Z, you know, maybe it's land nav or like building out gear or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously you direct from the social media, like go on Instagram, search whatever you want. There's hashtags for everything then you a also resource. Like, yeah. You just, but you also have to like, it's almost like you have to warn them.
1: I mean, case, just, <laughs> sure. just, just so yeah. you know,
0: like you're going to find some stuff out there that probably looks pretty rough. You know, if you ask questions like, you know, I mean, for the most part, people kind of understand the internet's the internet, like wherever you go, whatever you do, yeah. you're always going to have like those people that are just there to ruin your day and piss new Cheerios. Totally. Um, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a great resource. Um, But I think as a community, Things need to be, things can be a little bit better if we want, you know, if we want everything to actually continue to get better. Um, but it also kind of highlights uh, what you're talking about, like building your connections, building your physical network, like a yeah, definitely healthy, get the hell away from a screen. You know, and I say yeah. that as somebody that spends eight eight or nine, 10 hours a day uh, working like my day job in front of a screen. And then whatever time I have to put in for what I'm doing here with the pod. So, you know, for me, it's an, it's it's a struggle, but you know, get away from screens, build your networks online. Like that's always good. You have those conversations, you have those resources yeah. and there's fantastic people out here with a lot, a lot of knowledge to share. Totally. Um, but if you're trying to take that knowledge and you're trying to apply that to your practical skills, like your handgun shooting, like your carbine shooting, like your rucking or whatever, um, Build your physical network, and that's tough. Yep. That is a lot of people just go, I'll just find somebody local and hang out. I'll just go hang out at the local gun shop. Like, well, I can tell you, my local gun shop is yep. not where I would find like minded. De- I mean, guys that like guns, yes, like minded in that. Sure, sure. And that's probably where it stops. Uh, great yep. local shop, lots of good stuff going on there. Love the place. Not the kind of dudes I would be looking to, like, hey man, you want to grab your plate carrier and go ruck this weekend? Like, don't sometimes you just
1: have to lunch. ask that though, man like sometimes you just have to ask that so i i last four years i've spent working behind the counter at a gun store and you get a lot of people in and most of them you understand these are people you're you're just going to handle this transaction and yeah you're gonna let them go on with their day right get on their way but, yeah but there are quite a few people that we've gone and shot with that maybe didn't stick around or didn't come into the fold but quite a few people that we've been like hey uh i don't know i just met you like five minutes ago but you want to go do some LARP and stuff? And they're like, oh, what, really? We're like, oh, yeah, dude, we got this whole thing happening. And they're like, no kidding. Let's do it. I've been dude, I've been looking for six months, you know, like I've been hoping for four years for someone to go shoot with. How did I just find out about all of this happening? And sometimes you just have to ask that. Uh, we do a lot of collaborative work with Magic Prepper. And honestly, that guy has brought so many people uh, just introducing us to them and them to us through social medias right i mean he's he's much he's got a uh, far more traction on youtube than he does on instagram mm-hmm. uh where it's kind of vice versa we don't we're not like, doing anything on youtube which is another thing that we're going to be uh turning around with this piss and vinegar here this year but anyways um he actually just released a video talking about how to build a network right the, so what he calls it is a mag is a mutual assistance group I don't i don't know how many of your listeners are tactical guys or if they're preppers or, you know, if these are, you know, just like whatever, maybe they're physical fitness folks. And I don't know what, I don't know what your audience is like, but anyways, prepper stuff, magic prepper, release some videos about how to actually find this group that you're talking about. Right. Um, this physical network, right. Because I mean, you're cool. We talk online and you've been an awesome resource for us. I mean, this mic that I'm speaking on right now because of you, because of like, Because of us speaking with you about like, hey, what do we get and how do we do it? So it's great like that. But if things go sideways, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to help you and you're not going to be able to help me, right?
0: Yeah, it's a, there's there's some distance there for sure.
1: You're a couple states away and it's yeah. unlikely that either of us are going to make the trek. So what's important is then, yes, building this physical, immediate, actual real life network. A lot of people, like you're saying, get stuck too much on the interwebs and they neglect the real life around them. And that's been super valuable. Another momentum difference that we're making is actually building out this mutual assistance group that we're talking about because so many people don't actually have that. It's it's unreal how many people we talk about. Where I, I made this post the other day on Instagram talking about uh, things that make me laugh, you know, is like when people say that they're just going to handle the apocalypse on their own, right? Lone Wolf stuff, like good luck, you know, probably...
0: Ouch. It's not a thing.
1: Probably not, man. I mean, civilizations have, you know, prevailed for a reason is their the power and numbers in in that regard, resources, right? And you can't keep watch 24/7 like you have to sleep at some point in time and then you become vulnerable if you don't have friends. So that's that's an interesting thing about being able to find people and sometimes you just have to ask that question like, "Hey, do you want to hang out sometime? You know, I mean, more of us are more polite and welcoming than are not. Right. I mean, at any point in time, if somebody reaches out to you on Instagram or on your Facebook or whatever, about any sort of questions or curiosities about your gear, about your training, how I, I know you're, you're so welcome. You're so inviting to be like, oh, it's this, this, and this, like you're, you're so free willing to just offer that information and that's the majority of the case anybody you ask about this stuff you just see a picture on instagram you're like hey man what grip is that or where'd you get that hand guard who stippled that frame for you whatever you know and they'll be like oh these guys right here they did a great job and you're like how do you actually like it?" and they're like oh it's sick or it's like yeah i mean it's cool but i wouldn't do it again whatever you know
0: yeah Where you just the gotta ask
1: you just gotta say hey man you want to hang out sometime
0: it's like people yeah, are scared it, of that and, and, and i mean what i did at least with some of the guys that that i've now connected with locally is like want to get together and get a beer like sure. if you're if you want to be safe about it you know or you're you're yeah. concerned which i mean hey t- this, the shit you read in the news these days like i don't blame anybody for having any kind of apprehension about any of yeah. it right
1: there are weirdos so, yeah there no, have always been it. weirdos jack the ripper was a serial killer a that's long right. time ago in a place yeah. that was far more civilized than where we are
0: when it happened if but if you're worried about it like that's what i did i met up with tyler and steve like two sure. separate times like hey me and tyler got together had a beer shared some laughs turns out oddly enough uh my brother and i used to work with his sister-in-law like small world type shit crazy um turns out he also runs a podcast and then um you know we connected with steve we all got together and then uh it's unfortunate it was so late in the year but we all got together like second week in november steve has property went shooting colder to mother it was like 32 out or something yeah um but like now we have this group that like yeah. we talk on a fairly regular basis and like we're helping you know each other fill some gaps on information and things and like it's just it's it's not always like it's it's easy to look at some of the people on instagram right some of like the more well-known guys be like wow they have a group of dudes they practice with and wow yeah. I, I could never get there it's like well you can but you also realize it mm-hmm. doesn't happen overnight you yeah. know like get together get comfortable like get to know each other for first and foremost you guys should be friends like yeah. If you hate each other, there's absolutely no benefit in you. Totally. Tra- well, I mean, there might be some benefit, but be cool. Like, make friends. Like, do that shit. Don't don't just live through the internet. Um, Dude,
1: yeah. <laughs> what happened to like uh, being sociable? You know, I mean, so many people that they're, they're they're nobody has any like social skills anymore. Social skills. Like, yeah. It's it's terrible. Like, how many people are actually jovial anymore? Just like happy and willing to talk. To just a stranger even, you know, just and not just the the mediocre bland like, oh, hey, how, how's your day? It's good. How's your day? Oh, it's good. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just actually being willing to jump into a genuine conversation with a stranger, you know, and and feel free. The likeliness that you're going to see them again for them to hold any of that information against you. Low.
0: Pretty. So yeah, why,
1: why not? Like have an actual genuine conversation. Um, and that that can, don't overshare personal information like oh here's my address you know like no don't do that right but Would you like my I social mean, security number break down some personal things and and especially you, you're you going to get a read on some of these people that are potential in this community right i mean you're not just going to be at a bus stop and there's going to be this old lady and it's like hey what kind of play carrier do you run yeah obviously not right you're going to get a read on these people but i yeah. mean why why not right i'm we through social media it's been a cool resource to be able to do this um we have an air force base near where i live so we get a lot of airmen in here right and they're part of the military and some of them actually do it outside of their job which is cool um some of them actually train
0: yeah, but i mean and it's it's it, it you know it's it, you you build those connections and you, you may find some people you don't want to tr- you spend time with like that totally. that's, a, that's a realistic, I don't even want to use the word we risk. But it's a, it's a possibility, have. right? Like, Hey, connect with this guy. Hey, he says he's, he's a former Marine. He's current law enforcement, whatever. Like he runs this setup and it's like, okay, cool. You guys just don't and get along. Yeah. and That's fine. You know what? I mean, like the benefit of being a civilian is that you don't have to work with the people that don't you, really. that yeah, you, you don't, don't want to, you don't want to. Now, I, I mean, again, I think you should try to, I think we could all benefit from working through some stuff like that, you know, like god knows i got a bunch of friends like that i they'll say something and I'm like i don't fucking agree with that like i don't like <laughs> you should, hey, man this gear sucks no it doesn't like yeah dude it's total bullshit i don't think so you know what I mean? like right. it, it's it's healthy to have some disagreements with people totally dude also healthy to work through it like if it i mean even if it's, if it's even worth the dialogue i think some people are so uh yeah. are so like and this is the shit you see on social media so much is they're so hell bent on being right. No matter what it is, it can be the yeah. dumbest, stupidest totally. thing in the world. They're just the last word person. And it's like, yeah, more social interactions. You kind of learn, you know, you're kind of like, you know, I know where this is going to go. And I really don't feel right. like fighting right now. So I'm just gonna <laughs> let it go. It's and, really worth it. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I feel it's like I'm like less stressed, less anxiety, whatever. Like totally, it's not that big of a deal. It's just not that big of a deal. And what's, what's and more important, like
1: something that has so much more value, right, is actually training, actually, like actually go out and find these things out. I tell you, you can, you can watch videos and you can listen to other people talk about it and that's all good and great, right? And sure, yeah. that's, that's a, a dip in your toe in the water. That's fantastic. But until you actually go out and do these things, it, it's crazy crazy. The amount of like exponential gain you'll get from actually doing it with the stuff you're curious about. So, uh, I used to play Battlefield Four pretty competitively. Okay, and for a while there, I was trying to study how the best person. I would watch YouTube videos about the the guy that was the best at the time. I would watch his gameplay and try to figure out his strategies <clears throat> and how he played to get better. Right? I was like, and you know what? I realized this is a, maybe a, a really poor analogy, but Um, I, I never got better just by watching him play. I only got better when I actually played. Okay. Same thing. Any sport, right? Wrestling, jujitsu, all of these things, you can sit there and theorize it about it all the time. And I was just talking to another guy, uh, the other day about this. I call them beautiful theorists, right? And these are people that sit and stew, you know, and they got all these fancy ideas and how this could work, you know, and gun builder on their phone and it's like, yeah, this would be the best setup ever, you know, like it's the weight reduction and the range velocity, all these. And like I said, these are just concepts, you know what I mean? But these are people that fairly rarely ever put these things to the test. And I tell you like uh, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. And no matter how tricked out your gun is for Instagram pictures, some guy with just a carry handle, a two, that's actually, land in hits at 400 yards i'll take that guy all day versus you know what did uh uh kyle just said you know he'd he'd take his buddy with a handgun versus mm-hmm. any any other guy on the internet with thousand dollars a gear. I, I, I miss his quote so sorry to misquote you kyle if you're ever listening to this but you know that you trust some guy with some actual experience that's, that's actually gone through some stuff that's actually put things to the test and, and vetted those things, right. Vetted those, those theories. He's actually vetted those theories, actually vetted those practices and versus some guy that has cooler stuff or like more gear or is on the cutting edge of whatever trendy thing is happening. Now, the guy that, the guy that's actually been out there and doing it, you know, whether he's got a degree or not, you know, you're going to take that guy with the on the job experience, you know, some, some dude that's been actually out in the field welding for 10 years or the dude that just graduated college with his welding degree. You know what I mean? You know, engineers right. and stuff the same.
0: So I mean, you gotta take, you gotta take the information that you have and have gathered and you know, your trainings, your validation of that information, either what I have learned is correct. Yeah. What I've learned is incorrect or maybe it's, you know, maybe totally. it lies somewhere between the two. Um, but you do need to check those skills. And and you know, we talk a lot here on, about things like dry fire and stuff. Like dry hey, if you don't have a bunch of money spent on ammo, dry fire is a great way yeah, to get better with manipulating your firearms. Additionally, there's a lot of stuff you can learn that doesn't require ammo. You can learn medical. Go yeah. take a class. A lot of those are actually fairly affordable too. Go take a land nav course. Again, yeah. a lot of that stuff is skills around things like a compass and a protractor and a marker you know but if you don't use it like i haven't used i learned land nav kind of uh the beginning of last year and i haven't really touched it since like it's just uh i, I just you I haven't had the opportunity there's not a lot of big open space to work on it um i would 110 percent fail in that endeavor now because sure. i have let that go i have invested that time into other things that i've Considered to be a little more applicable. To my personal situation. So it's going to be a little bit. You know people have to realize. It's going to be a little bit different for everyone. Um, Be comfortable with that. Be okay with the fact. That it's not going to you know. You're not going to look like. You know Lucas from T-Rex arms. Like if you can. Then sweet dude. Like you're 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 a G. But like that guy. And he put in the time. He didn't just like walk out the womb that way, like <laughs> yeah. put in a lot of time to get to that point. And even he's acknowledged, like, it doesn't have to look exactly the way I do it. Like I'm built different than you that are built right. different than them. And, you know, so, so take all that stuff with a, you know, a pinch of salt and just understand that if you're still achieving, um, you're still achieving the standard you're trying to achieve or the overall yeah. goal, you know, that in and of, in and of itself is, what's important rather than do i look just like my favorite person on social media like does my gear match like really kind of not important things as long as it functions for you <laughs> you know that's that's first and foremost and then One after that you know <clears throat> i got rid of mine i mean i didn't get rid of it i just stopped using it it's
1: fine it's fine uh i'm sure there's some application for it somewhere but it does okay you it know, does you're... okay or nods. okay um i'll take that i'll take your word for it I think you're a really good example of somebody that makes effective use of not having ready, readily available, like outdoor shooting opportunities. I think you're a really good example of still like getting your bang for your buck with your dry fire and honestly, like watching your progression, just just mm-hmm. watching you figure it out. And you also do really good at taking in community Advice, right? What <laughs> you yeah, gonna do that. Like
0: Eighty percent advice and twenty percent other stuff.
1: No, but sure. But I th- I, th- I still think you do a you're a really good example of like just being an open slate, like ready. You're just you're just uh you're just like a vessel of marble, like you're ready to just be like chiseled to be great. Like what you wanted, you want you want to yeah. be great, okay? And how do you achieve that? How are you gonna achieve that? And it's like. The internet is is an infinite resource of information. Some of it, not so credible, right? Some of it is not going to be productive. But if you want to be great, and it it's my opinion that you do want to at least be better, right? And yeah. m- most of us should have those aspirations to be better. You've done a really good job at like being moldable, right? Taking in those considerations, finding out what actually works for you and what doesn't. And you work on them and you keep working on them. And I've seen personally in in a very uh a relatively short amount of time, huge progress from you, which is which is like it's so fantastic to see however many people that are whatever have a have a larger base than you or I do. And those people some like, you know, they're doing, it's just like some fancy picture. Right. And, and it gets so much traction and here you are like actually putting in the work and like actually listening to other people and like, Hey, you know, so-and-so from whoever told me to like, you know, step wider so that I break the corner sooner or earlier and it limits my exposure more. And you're like, now this is my attempt at making that step wider so that I limit my exposure sooner I took his advice. How does it look to you guys? And we're like, dude, it looks great. You like actually took in advice and you applied it. And I, I, I from a lot, of, I I don't know. I think we follow like 800 accounts, right? Probably more. I don't know. Whatever. Check it. Vet me. Um, yeah, we follow a lot of people, right? We see, I I'm on Instagram at least four hours a day. So I see a lot of, a lot of content and you are definitely a prolific example of somebody that listens and is like willing to take in the considerations to be better. And it's so commendable, man. It's like so many people are so appreciate much more rigid. I don't, I, I think you were talking it. to Chance it's... about this, about how like rigid people are that they're just stuck in their ways and they go to the same trainer all the time or they just practice the same drill all the time that people really don't expose themselves to new things or to nuance and different, like, advantages and perspectives and i i think you just do that so well and that's one thing that's maybe i haven't done a good enough job at like expressing that before but always i'm like look at this guy you know No, i really appreciate
0: it it. i think it's it just it you know hey that that proves right anybody can can learn this stuff you know uh like i don't i still don't consider myself to be good at a lot of this um it's the hardest part about it is just the commitment Um, it's kind of like going to the gym, right? Like, especially because we're, we're beginning of the new year, right? New year, new me, right? I'm going to go to the gym and three weeks later, I'm going to take a day off from the gym. Then two weeks later, I'm gonna take a couple of days off from the gym. And by the time we hit the middle of February, you are not going to the gym anymore. Yeah. Um, the hardest part about it is holding yourself accountable and just doing the thing, you know, and then, yeah, you seek out some training and, and, you know, to your point about my conversation with chance, I think you if you find somebody you really like learning from, like, I'm all about. Like go back to them, get their yeah. information, work with them, sure. um, but keep an open mind. I think that something that the community as a whole is really bad at getting better, but is really bad at is we don't have an open mind and guys are and, and, you know, some people <laughs> yeah. listen to this and they're like, Oh yeah,
1: yeah I do you say do yeah, I do. And I'm
0: not but part but of that here's, problem. Here's what I'll say about that is that you have an open mind in that you will change your view on something. If you see somebody who you admire or look up to like your favorite, you know, sure. gun tube or whatever, if they like, like, here's a good example. I saw a post earlier today from T uh, T-Rex arms, right? And they're talking about this great new chest rig. They found that was actually offered by AR 500, which is a company that they have trashed out outright totally. for years sure. because, yeah. you know, steel body armor, but Oh, well, so then how many guys are going to look at that and say, Oh, well, okay. They said it's good. So, you know, that, right. that there, that doesn't make you open-minded. That yeah. just means you follow me, you know, capable of following somebody else's lead. Now be open-minded. If it works for you, even if somebody else says it's bad, if it works for you and it's reliable, it's not bad. For years, I ran, well, yeah, like two years, literally years. Um that's plural. I ran a, a tearaway condor med pouch on the back of my battle belt condor yeah. everyone cringes at condor and some of the stuff they yeah. do is actually not bad but you know for years there they were widely considered like the, the brand that couldn't leave the 90s or the airsoft sure. on some things you know yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. I run condor people are like oh dude no you got to get this med pouch you got to go with the you know t-rex which is what i have now and i like it um or the blue force gear or right. you know let yeah, goes yeah, on yeah. on truck you know but, but yeah have an open mind like just because you see your buddy at the range and he's not running the same setup as you like understand if he likes it and it works for him remember you didn't pay for it and as long as it works it really doesn't matter now you you, again you know you're not in a unit together you're not in a team together you don't have to run identical setups as long as it's effective that's really you know and, and and if you can like right if you and your buddies get together and you're all starting very early on and you're buying carriers together and you want to get the same colorways you want to buy the same you know hey we're all going to get pharaoh slicksters or, sure. you know, spiritus LV one, one nines and we're all going to match. Cause we, we train together like, like, cool, man. Like I'm balls deep in that idea. If you can yeah. make that work, I yeah. think the discussion that we've just had through a lot of that, like would, would indicate to the contrary, you know, it, it almost never comes together quite that perfectly. Um, no. You, you got to work to find the network and stuff. And, um, and then together you can find those struggles together and you can work through. I mean, everyone's gonna be better at some things than the other person. Um, whether it's radios, it's a beautiful thing though.
1: Right. And, well, that's, and it that's what be. makes a community, a community and like is fields and crafts. Right. Yep. You know, we had some, we had some plumbing issues. Right. And, uh, my girlfriend was like, Hey, you know, this is happening. Do you think you can fix it? And I said, mm, I could probably just make it worse. Let's call a plumber. She's like, well, it's going to be expensive. And I was like, but it's going to be right. You know, like, let's trust this guy that's been doing it for 12 years all day. It's even worse.
0: Water damage all over the house because I actually made it worse. Like
1: Fields and crafts, right? So, like, let's appreciate the values that other people bring to this thing, right? You can't be good at everything. You can't be the best Mm -hmm. at everything. Maybe anything, you know? Um, So, you're totally right about that. Um, the, The point you made about unit gear and everything like that, that's an interesting piece that we've been in this last 6 weeks especially doing so much more collaboration with Magic Prepper talking about this mutual assistance group um is like trying to get some standardization going and it's way more difficult to do when you have 10 guys that have been doing it for years because they've all kind of gone in their own little ways right in their own little biases yeah. you know we've got a guy that likes berettas so his support gear like applies to berettas and he doesn't like AKs, but, you know, we have an AK guy, so his stuff isn't compatible with the rest of the guys running ARs. So now we're all trying to, like, standardize, and it's it's tough to see some yeah. guys aren't willing to, like, buy the new gear to benefit the masses, right? The, like, the majority of the group runs ARs, so the AK guy's kind of like, you know, like, dang, dude, now I got to buy it. So yeah. uh, let me ask you this, if you don't mind. Yeah. If, if your idea was not only possible but promised, what would be your idea of resolution to make it so that this community wouldn't eat itself alive, right? And and to find this openness, not necessarily just keeping up with the Joneses, like you said about like oh everybody's cool they are five hundred now because T Rex said it was, right? That like uh that just like monkey see monkey do if yeah. if, if whatever your idea what would your idea be if if you could fix it what's your resolution because we can sit here and complain about it and talk about it and i enjoy talking to you so it's a fine way for me to spend my evening but (laughs) yeah but Uh, like what's a resolution right we can all complain but like let's let's try and get let's try and make this better let's talk about i don't know that
0: i don't know that there's a an easy way or even a a way you know to to fix it i think it lies in um you know, like perceived ideologies is what I'll say. Um, I think we need to have like the conscious realization that um, some of this just doesn't matter. I think a first one is to prioritize, prioritize what matters. Um, And that, and that's a hard thing to do because again, this is a civilian structure. There's not a actual ranking chain of command or acknowledged chain of command. I mean, I guess you could say there's a pseudo, chain of command in that the people with the most likes and the most followers seem to be at the top and the rest of us seem to be further down. Um, I, I, yeah, I would say that there needs to be an, an acknowledged order of priority and just understand that, um, you know, function over form to some extent. But when you have these conversations with people, like I'll, like I'll, let's do, if we talk about this in the, the, the context of what you were just talking about, like 10 guys, Seven yeah. of you guys run, or eight of you run ARs, and you know, you got mixed handguns and stuff. Um, because that's kind of like trying to convince the whole gun community that everyone should have a Glock, which will never happen, right? But in this small sample sure. size, we can we can affect that a little more reasonably, right? Yeah, 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 um, totally. And so, the points yeah. that you run into Sorry. is like, well, well why don't you run a Glock? Like, well, okay, so seven of the 10 of us, or eight of the 10 of us, we all run Glocks. So, if yours goes down, We have spare parts, and not I have to have all the spare parts for my gun, and Tom has to have all the spare parts for his, and Bob's got to have all you know, like I can have a couple things, and they have a couple things, and together we have enough spare parts to probably build a whole nother gun. Yeah, additionally, your magazines are interchangeable, so in a real world situation, you know, hey, if my gun goes dry or I roll down into a gully and like yard sale all my gear all over the place because. I'm a doofus, like, yeah. Hey, it's going to maybe take away from some of the other guys. But here we have spare Glock mags. Additionally, yeah. parts are Glocks are the Honda civic of the handgun world. The parts are, replacement parts are plentiful. They're cheap and available. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, and, and, and they're reliable as hell. You know, nobody can mess with Glock reliability. Um, whereas on the other side of things, you can look at Beretta and, you know, when you talk to anybody who's actually served and had to, you know, shoot the M9 they don't love the M9, and there's been different iterations that have a lot of problems with decockers or no decocker, uh, manual safeties, things like that. The long trigger pull, because it's you know there, there's some disadvantages inherently built into the Beretta because it's an older platform. Now, again, that's that's one in you know one one instance, but sure. if you look at a logical approach to this, like what's our end goal, which is to be the most effective group that we can be. So if you kind of engineer your way backwards there. It makes more sense to opt for something like uh, a Glock, an M and P uh, Sig P320. It doesn't have to be a Glock, but to get you guys on the same no, page, right? Um, Standardization you
1: know, just, is more important,
0: right? It, it, I mean, and and maybe less so in sidearms, right? Because you got to go down to your handgun. Sure. Maybe maybe yeah. enough things yeah. already went wrong. Um, and you're talking ARs versus AKs. Uh, I would say you know it's it makes more sense, you know for there's you know, eight of you running ars and one ak and one i don't know bullpup or something screwy it's always that one guy True. who's just like this yeah. gun's so amazing you don't even understand like yeah, no like i really don't 14. understand yeah we, um, we don't let those guys in yeah. <laughs> um but if you look at ak's and you know ak's are widely recognized as the bad guy gun you know through media um
1: That's an, it's an important point
0: war, actually uh it's you know, and if you're, if we're facing a civil unrest situation, people who don't know are just going to assume that's bad guy. Like, sure. same reason you shouldn't run around in, like, flecktarn and ski masks with your AK. People are just going to assume you're a bank robber. Like, sure. Um. So th- that that's a very small piece of it. But, you know, to I think. To offer some
1: friendly look- opposition. Yeah. The AR-15 has also been, unfortunately, mm-hmm. super demonized. So. It definitely has. If you're going in public with any gun, you know, people, people usually aren't very chill about that, but, um, I agree with you. I do agree with you that typically the AKs seem like, you know, outer world, not of our own. If you look
0: at like the, 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 um, opening to the movie SWAT, right? Like the Hollywood, North Hollywood (laughs) shootout, right? That always comes to mind when I think of bad guys as like overstocked, like ballistic vests and ski masks and combat boots. Um, Hollywood you know there's a a somewhat more approachable air to people that dress kind of like Josh and Lucas and Drew from T-Rex where you know if you if you're trying to look like a more official type of individual who's not just somebody out there to screw someone over like I'm not saying your camouflage color and your kit color is going to do all of that but these are things that build upon a professional presentation in one regard right so just like you go to work you know you're not allowed to wear uh, you know, a, a bolo tie with a neon pink dress shirt with a uh, sparkly black leather pants or something like, you know, and I'm in the context of working in corporate America, right? Like, Hey, your yeah, shirt is usually going to be white, beige, light blue, maybe dark blue, purple. If you're feeling a little frisky, you know, there's, there's just certain things you do that that dress give codes. off, you know, yeah. yeah. A dress code, a perceived idea. um, And that's part of culture. So within that context, then, you know, you start to look at some of those things and it helps you back yourself, you know, reverse engineer, back yourself into what the answer is. And I think, and, you know, unfortunately this is one of those times when majority rules really does kind of take the cake is, Hey, uh, if your group all runs, you know, most of these guys run Glocks, you should probably try and run a Glock. If you really hate it. Cool. But you know, um, most of these guys are on ARs. You probably should. You can share ammo. You can share parts. Totally. There's so much more available than a, than AK stuff. Um, you know, it's an and ammo, right? Especially now, because basically importing any uh, Russian 7.62 is uh, frowned upon by the government uh, for, for multiple yeah. reasons. You know? um, All right. So, so I mean,
1: can, I yeah. take, can I take a piece of what you said? So my original yeah. question was, Just, if you could fix it, how would you fix it? Mm-hmm. or make make differences i have another question to follow this but then part of your answer being i'm cherry picking obviously because y- you mentioned a lot of a lot of different things but as you just mm-hmm. said with the standardization within a group anyway a small group the, the example of our group being uh, give or so 10 people right mm-hmm. majority rules do you think that that's why our community especially based off instagram influence Things are so trendy is because majority rules. So when you have somebody that uh, has 500,000 followers, right? They are able, they become the majority, right? Because so many, the majority of attention is on them. So whatever they say, whatever they're endorsing or ridiculing, that's how the masses follow, right? Just like similar in our group, if eight out of the 10 people are like, hey, you know, you, uh, you AK guy and you mini 14 guy, you have to be different. What you're doing isn't good enough, even though the guns themselves are probably fine, except for the mini 14. Those guys don't fit like the role. They don't fit the dress code. Okay. So could you, would you think it would be reasonable to apply that to why the social medias and everything follow suit? No pun intended, but no, I mean, they don't follow the dress code.
0: I think if you look at it from a logical lens, you know, um, yeah, that's that's ultimately why we get to, we've gotten to some of the places that we have. But I think that if you apply logic to it, a lot of it does make sense. You know, there is a reason why not all of there's not definitely not all of. But some of these people have risen to the top. And, you know, yes, they present material a little bit better than others. Yes, they do a, a lot more of it than others. Um but it's hard to disagree with some of these things. So while I I certainly applaud anybody that wants to run, Hey, I want to run this kit because it's different. I want to run an AK because it's not an AR. I want to run an HK because I hate clocks. Like, right. Do what you want. I mean, really. And I think we, you know, a second part of that is we need to be okay with people that just want to go against the grain. But if you really look at the community, the spirit of what we're trying to do here is to be more effective and to be more capable and yeah. if you're really trying to have that conversation in the context of achieving that end goal, you know, a we talked about this before. You, you're not going to do it alone. Definitely. You can't. You know. Good luck. So you want to be yeah. a team player or not? Um yeah. And there's not. It's like not a perfect answer. I mean, if if you're, you know, you asked me, this is where I'm at with it. I, yeah, I think there's some, a certain amount of standardization and, you know, through some testing, right. It kind of, it comes out in the wash that like this works maybe as a concept rather than like a specific product, right? Like, Hey, slick plate carriers versus, you know, like the full on vests that we used to have in the early 2000s. I don't know. Um, (laughs) you know, some of that stuff comes out in the wash that like, Hey, this works better for modularity. That was good because it was what we had at the time. Sure. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, and the problem being though, that we have, there's a lot of ego mixed into it though. Yeah. And I don't have any ego. I don't have any. None at all. I'm innocent here. Uh, there's, it's, it's difficult to put that aside. You know, no one likes to hear that they're wrong. It's, it's hard enough for us to do it at work, you know, let alone in the, the piece of life that, uh, that we enjoy. Right. So, sure. and I, I wouldn't ask anybody to put their stuff aside and only do what you know what I'm saying because collaboration is such a big part of this but again it comes back to you know making those networking connections having those conversations then you find that that common ground in between and go hey this is what makes sense for what we're trying to do you know and um why it is so much easier to be effective in small groups rather than try to basically unite all of social media which will never
1: happen no um Lots, lots of good points there. One point I'd, would like to touch on was, uh, the common ground portion. Is it, it becomes too easy to bicker on the internet, right? Because there are no consequences. You can just block somebody or whatever. I mean, you can do that in real life too. You can just stop hanging out with somebody, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, I, that,
0: that shit spikes my anxiety. I hate, like, I won't, like, I won't leave shitty comments. If I see somebody who's doing something like terribly awful on a video that's unsafe, I might say something, but like if I see somebody and they're just they're slow at whatever they're doing or I don't like their optic or whatever I'm not gonna like hey you should get your fucking shit together I'll just like Dude. Keep scrolling like, Dude, the, the audacity
1: of the people that actually put the comment on there to like make these corrections for people you know when like the these I I don't I don't get it man you're totally right you know there's a lot of examples where People will people will make a comment about something not being right, something not being mm-hmm. okay, or if, you know subscribing to the camp that they subscribe to or whatever. And it baffles me how easily, how quickly, people will post a comment like that, totally like non-constructive, you know, yeah. not helpful in any way. They'll post something like that, but like any sort of curiosity right about like hey why did you do it that way like let's let's break it down first before we start throwing criticism around and that's fine it's just that there's a big difference between criticism and like just being an asshole advice you know or whatever like you know you give me criticism and you claim it's advice but really you didn't even like try to get to the base you didn't ask any questions and i'm I, i engage far more far more with far more curiosity than with like criticism about things like I'm going to ask people about this or I just don't say anything at all. Right. It's like, you know, easy easy it is to just keep scrolling, to just not type something that's, and that's going back to the glass houses and shit type of thing. When you said, when you said that, uh, the, 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 the point about uh shit, um, the groups, right, about actually meeting people and, and finding common ground.
0: Yeah, networking and stuff. Yeah,
1: totally, man. I have found that far more of us have far more in common than we don't. You know what I mean? Even, even me and that boss of mine, Justin, right? We still had something in common. I think one thing that leads people to not liking each other is that they have something in common that they don't like about themselves, and that's why people don't like each other. But for the most part, most people aren't even that insightful to even know what they don't like about themselves. They just feel like they don't like somebody. But for the most part, and think about this as well, a lot of these things are so superficial because if you're concerned about this on a prepper standpoint, which maybe the, the majority of your audience is, are preppers, I don't really yeah. call myself a prepper, but I do prep. I mean, so I think we, we are, all are to some
0: extent, thing. varying extents yeah. of, of, totally. of being preppers. Yeah.
1: But you have to realize that if and or when things get really bad or whatever, we're so we're so privileged, man, like life is so easy. You know, um, when things are bad, we won't be able to afford the luxury of not liking somebody because they're an AK guy and we're AR guys or whatever. You know, like you're a Ford mm-hmm. guy and I'm a Chevy guy or dude like those, things, they, yeah, those things are so is. frivolous. There's there's so it's so pretentious and like i already said it's just
0: it, it chases it, more people away than it helps totally, like it, man. you know totally it, yes it, it yes what's the resolution it, it okay
1: totally how do you make a difference how, I'm, I'm gonna ask you then how do you make a difference
0: how do i do really? it yes like day to day yes um, i just try to help people when i get when i get questions and stuff i, I try to be a helpful resource i try not to uh you know like you know, because I, I can tell you one of the things that, that sucks for me is like some, I'll, I'll buy something or I'll achieve something. I'll figure something out. And then you have somebody who just wants to like shit on your day because they figured it out long ago and it's yeah, not that it's big deal for them, you know, like either help them celebrate or don't, but you don't have to take them down, you know, when they're at a moment of feeling good about what's going on. So whether that's, you know, buying a new optic, but it's not yeah. the optic they would, you know, that's just one example. Um, You know, I, I, I try to be what we're, what I've done here with this podcast is try to create a positive experience for people through the guests that I've been fortunate enough to bring on and share their information. So, Hey, you know, rather than have to engage with these with, you know, and not that you shouldn't right? like definitely all of my guests have all said, like, you have questions, reach out to me. Here's my contact info. That's how we wrap like almost every episode, but instead of having to figure a lot of these things out, like even just to figure out the questions you might have, Hey, here's a podcast. We change Guests weekly. We talk about all kinds of different sorts of shit. And, you know, here's a resource to come to. Additionally, if you want to ask me questions, I try to be a helpful and positive resource and provide my insight. I'm not the the do all end all resource, but I know that I was looking for people to guide me and talk to me when I first bought my first Mm -hmm. two handguns. And, you know, I had a couple of friends, and that was it. One who was in law enforcement, and we all know law enforcement has. This very small box that they they operate in because of their own policies and procedures. Yeah, uh, I had one buddy who was you know former uh, attack P from the Air Force helped me launch this podcast. Who was also a good resource, but again, he only knew you know this little box about things that he had experienced, and still very valuable stuff on both regards. But there's just so much more out there. Totally. Um, so I mean, open yourselves up, be a resource when you can, be supportive when you should. I think that's that's the biggest two things, and for the love of God. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like, would you, you want know? To tell I mean, you? it's seriously, you know, like, hey, I had somebody send me their first rifle. Hey, man, this is my first rifle. I got bought this optic. It was a gift. Um, I'm gonna run this. This is my offset dot. Like, super excited about it. Hey, not at all the way I would have gone with that. You know, it's just not. But. If you're excited about it, like I'm excited for you and yeah, yeah. you'll figure out if it doesn't work, you know, if that totally. if optic loses zero, you'll figure it out. Um, Hopefully you don't figure it out in a, you know, life-threatening situation, but instead of saying, Hey man, that optics total shit, whoever bought you that gift should be drug out in the street and shot. Yeah. You can just say, cool, man. Good luck with it. You know, hey, um, if you have any other questions about that after you shoot it or anything, let me know. Or, hey, if you're looking for an upgrade over that, here's something I would look at that's in a, a, you know, like the next price range up. There's a lot of different ways you can approach that gentle, I'll say is gentle criticism that you're not trying to ruin their day and make them feel bad because at the end of the day, like, everybody comes from a different set of circumstances and means. So just because you can afford to run a $1,600 LPVO and $800 T2 on an offset, right on top of your three grand rifle and everything does not mean that everybody can do that. And a lot of cases people are struggling, especially in today's economy, right. To get a six or $700 rifle with a $100 dot on it. Yeah. They're just trying to be effective with what they got. And, it's real easy to sit there on your high horse and say things like, oh, well, you just save up to get it. Yeah. Well, but that doesn't help me. What am I going to do? Like hold my dick mm. in my hand for the next eight months while I save. <laughs> I want to go train. I want to learn. Yeah. So there, and there's merit to both ways, saving up and buying once and crying once versus like the slow build. Will you spend more money with a slow build? Yeah, you definitely will. Yes. Will you acquire more useless shit than you ever thought you would? Yeah. That's like a given, like and 10 you times. You get your money back no you won't not not even close you'll you, learn you a lot
1: some. yeah you'll definitely learn a lot but you won't get all your money back the the problem if, with, if the, with the approach that you're saying the counter approach that you're saying that you're having your um your disdain for is that there's no construction to it right it's not constructive it's it's not helpful constructive
0: yeah.
1: yeah it really is and i don't I think that I think that that's the source of it, right, is everybody wants to be right, which is something we touched on earlier. Like nobody's capable of being wrong, but you're totally right is about this person that maybe made a poor choice in their optics. Don't say anything. And, you know, they might learn the hard way that it was a poor choice or whatever, um, but try to try to be what you wish you had going into this. I mean, that's that's like the root of why Demerick and I are doing this, my brother. You know, like that's the root of it, you know, and hopefully some fulfillment and there's like purpose in it. Right. And like the spirit of all of that is trying to be something for those that we wish we had going into it. Somebody with some information about what works and what doesn't just some, just some, So what what does that look like?
0: What does that look like on it from the, the side of running a training company with that in mind? I mean, what does that look like for you guys? What are those discussions like? And I mean, I assume it's not a clear path. I assume it's anything but clear in some instances where we know we want to get here and we know we want to do it the right way, but what's yeah. not clear is how we do it.
1: For the customer or that it's un- unclear for us how to get there or on, un- on un- I mean, unclear for like our clientele.
0: No, I mean Were like you- for you guys, like how, when you're building you I mean, cause you are, you're, we've talked about how you're kind of changing directions, totally. so to speak. Right. Yes. Um, recommitting uh yeah. you know and uh, i mean what is how do, How do you look at that and go this isn't i mean was it just something you guys sat down and go this ain't working or is it Ooh. you know hey we we've experienced this we've experienced this so we did we, we learned things not to do I don't definitely know.
1: definitely that um in an odd way um we we had we i don't i don't want to say this but we had more business when we were TCJ, right? When, when we were a little bit more pigeonholed because that was our conversation last time, or maybe two conversations ago about why we were transitioning into, from TCJ into GRG. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're similar to holistic. We're, we're part of these you know, kindred fashion of three letter acronym training companies, you know, that jumped on Noah's do it. Yep, during, do it. Yep. during the difficulties <laughs> a couple of years ago. Um. Anyway, sorry for the confusion of keeping these two entities separate, but, we wanted to open ourselves up to broaden things to broaden our capabilities and and like our audience as well as other things that we are interested in because we didn't just do concealment stuff we didn't just draw from appendix holsters even though as armed civilians that's something that we're most likely to come into confrontation with is right with the handgun that's in our pants right but we wanted to be able to train with kit on and stuff like that and train other people with kit on and not have this confusion of, well, you guys are called the concealed journey. So that's why we transition. Now in this transition, we've noticed that we have, because we're not in like a specialty service anymore, right? Since we've, since we've broadened it and it's not just concealment training. um, We've noticed less business. I think some of that comes from just natural circumstances that are out of our hands, you know, whether it be the economy or, uh, political environment stuff like that. Um, also having to do with like our branding. The loss of Corey was a significant feature in that as well. Excuses, excuses, whatever. Now, in the meantime, what we're working on do is we have a huge, we have a huge resource. Our friend Magic Prepper, who's been an awesome guide for us and and like a voice of reason and somebody that's been really helping us with the clarity and direction of this company. Um, he. He does, I I wouldn't call him a businessman. I'm definitely not a businessman as far as money and numbers and stuff like that are concerned. uh, That's beyond me, man. You know, I, I love this more than anything else. So I know I have that going and that's a huge advantage more than some other people do, right? That, that I love this more than anything else. Keeping that spirit in mind of being for our clientele, offering our services for anybody interested, not anybody, there's, there's definitely some criteria involved, right? Yeah. But Um, being a resource for our potential clientele, we keep in mind that there isn't any of this, like the hard, the hard talking, like shitting on people and everything like that, right? That it's like actual guidance. And we try to do it with a level of personability as well, right? That, you know, so, so many of people that have been customers of ours or clients of ours or whatever students, however you want to call it, right? Is like, we call each other bro, you know, and, like we're making jokes it's it's in in a way it's not a super serious endeavor even though obviously gun safety is super important and sometimes the topic at hand of like hey you're going to carry this gun and it's so that you can protect yourself against a deadly threat you know like it may be because somebody's breaking into your house and they're willing to harm your family right that's obviously a serious topic and people need to understand the gravity of that but a lot of times like we're hanging out, you know, yeah. what I mean? like it's, it's a, it's, that's it's a different experience. Serious.
0: It's just less formal
1: for sure. Yes. And um, we're not wearing suits and ties. And like, we obviously still show everybody respect. I call you, sir. You know what I mean? But then yeah. like, as class breaks down, it's bro. And yeah. every, people are making jokes. And I think the fact that this is, this is something that we say, especially in some of our beginner and intro classes is that safety is paramount, right? Like you're not going to get through this class if you're unsafe. But if you go through this whole class and you don't hit your target, but you are safe, that's okay as long as you are safe. What we hope, obviously, we would hope that we can help you be a better shooter and that by the end of class, you're able to be accurate and you're able to handle your gun safely. But we yeah. want you to have a good time as well. We want it to be an enjoyable experience, especially for the people that are new to this. It's that much more important because if for these people that are just now being introduced to this, if they have a bad experience with it they're unlikely to revisit training again right definitely unlikely right. to visit our training again let alone any training and what we want is we want a more we want a wider scope of more responsible gun owners people interested in this this isn't like an exclusive thing with like the uh with uh, the mormons or whatever where there's only 100,000 people that get to go into heaven okay um <laughs> with this the more the better the more people yeah. that we can i mean i know they they spread they spread their spirit or what I'm, I'm 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 uninformed on the topic right but this isn't an exclusive event okay it's not like we can only have 100 000 gun people okay yep. the more the merrier right and the more informed the better off everybody will be because everybody brings a different walk of life a different perspective other things like that to the table that like maybe they never thought we never thought of it like this but this new guy just comes in and you know he has a good experience with us and then he goes to some other training and He's like, oh, I, you know, like this is something I kind of figured out. And we're like, oh, that's super cool. Didn't even think of that. That's fantastic. Right. But whatever it's about having a positive experience, because then they're more likely to do it again and do it again and do it again. And through that, there's growth. There's genuine growth, not only for that individual, but then also for us as a company and us as a group and us as individuals within that company, within that group. And I think I think that really helps compound the positivity in this community, right? And it, it starts here. It starts in our backyard. It starts what we do with the people that we interact with every day as individuals, as GRG, sure thing. And I I think that's where the difference is made. Just like you were saying, just scroll if you don't have something nice to say, you're at least not making yeah. a negative impact. And that's, that's how that can all happen. In a way, probably, you know, I'm a long-winded talker, so maybe I over-explained, but keeping that in mind, that's how we go from, the, that's how we built the route to where we want to go. And obviously like what we keep in mind is that it takes the day-to-day steps and it takes like those principles up front and center practiced over a long period of time. And those other things will come, right? Those like being, being super successful and having a totally filled schedule and flying from city to city and offer trainings for, you know, high-end events or whatever whatever your definition of success may be you know we just want to be able to do this full-time and right? that's yeah. what we want we want to make a positive impact and we want to be able to do this full-time um you know i don't i don't want to work with internet cables anymore and i don't know if my brother wants to be a plumber for the rest of his life but maybe he does it's a good career <laughs> but you know i want to do this full-time you know I, I want to make a an honest man's living based on this i don't know if that's even possible maybe those two two things are uh synonymous but or uh no and yeah maybe they're and antonyms uh but maybe they'll never go together them to to like make an honest man's living and have a career in this i don't i don't know but i don't care like i love it and, and that's what i want i want to do this even if it's only a side gig for as long as i can do it then so be it i, d- I just want to make a positive influence like i said man it's whether it's on the internet with you personally and it, it just takes one interaction to make it all worthwhile you know the some of these students that we've had that you know, we totally changed their scope a lot of the women it seems to be that way right is like i said especially once april came on we we really escalated our female clientele and a lot of them well i don't know i'm a, a, a decent it, chunk yeah a considerable I mean, amount
0: women it's a perception thing they think it's a lot sure. worse or a lot yeah. different than it is until you know, like my, my wife was kind of like that. She wasn't as cool. apprehensive, but she got yeah, her CPL and then we got her into uh, a concealed carry tactics is what it was called course yeah. uh, here where I go do my training <clears throat> and a, she was very good at it off the, like very naturally good at it, which was um, somewhat intimidating. Uh, and uh, I, she loved it. You know, it's, yeah, it's I think, you know, the more people I get out there and just try it, you know, I'll tell anybody, yeah. you know, like go take a class. I would would almost say, it doesn't matter with who, just go take a class, get over that fear. You know, now don't go with to anybody (laughs) because certainly there's bad teachers out there and there's unsafe people out there. Um, But don't, you know, you don't have to save up your, you know, all of your, you know, half your your year's fun money to go travel someplace to to take a class from somebody specific. Um, There's still, there's lots of value out there in a lot of people. And sometimes it's just the opportunity to train with people Um, getting better at shooting is just one piece of why training is important. Totally. You build your network through classes, you discover issues you have through classes, you learn new concepts, you learn things explained a different way. Like so much of what you learn is aside from the trigger pulling. Um, It's, it's definitely worth it. You know, does that mean you have to go to like 12, like, no, I mean, go to like, I went to two last year. I would, obviously like to do more than two. Um, but if that's all you do, you're still way ahead of the curve than a lot of people. And, you know, it kind of validates some of the things you work on your other time. And, um, I think, you know, to kind of some, sum it up and, and to build off what you're saying, like it's, it's like synergy, you know, like everybody's totally. together. And the, and yes, the, man. the sum is greater. How does that go? Uh, the sum is greater than something. It, it's greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Yes. Synergy. But, um, you know, because you you have a better time doing it. You want to do more of it. You learn more. You, te- you you just you teach each other by osmosis to a degree. You know, totally. sometimes it's a good yes. thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. But, um, yeah, yeah it's uh, you, you just gotta get out and do it. And that's where I think a lot of people fall short. Like they have the guns, they have the gear, they talk about it, and that's You're cool. Right, man. Um, You're but right. like, dude, just go do it. Like, what what's the worst that happens? Like, I don't I mean not uh, literally the worst, but. You go out to the class, like, hey, I was the worst shooter at the class. Like, okay, well, I mean, you, you still got better. Like, you're not measuring yeah. yourself against those guys. You should just be measuring yourself against yourself. And if right. you go out there and you're not the worst one in the class, and that was your biggest concern, like, cool, you're past that. You can now focus on getting better. And yeah. There it is. Like, I, I go to classes and I, I have that, I'll admit it. Like, I've in the back of my brain, like, I still want to be the like the most horseshit guy here. And yeah. just don't I'm finish not. last. Like, I'm not. And it, was I the best one there? No deaf i was not yeah there were some law enforcement guys there that were like legit good shooters with irons <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. dude sighted in his rifle zeroed his rifle in a 25 yards, shooting like a half inch group with irons and i yeah. was like i'm officially intimidated <laughs> by how well you just did that like that's it yeah, you can so, glean mm-hmm. from it
1: right so like yeah you can glean information from that depending on his personality but you can ask him his technique right so you see that and it's a it's a it's an impressive skill right this this guy's able to do it right he's he's putting he's putting his money where his mouth is and he's showing that he can do that so we'll talk to this guy about it right like you you see an opportunity for a resource here you talk to this guy on how he did it whether he's the instructor or not um obviously this guy has put in some time somewhere to accumulate those skills right those don't just happen overnight some people are naturally better at some things than others but like that level of proficiency that needs to be honed, right? So you can talk to that person. And that's an opportunity for learning. Right. And it seems so many people just aren't willing to learn. They're just not interested in learning. You know, like it's like uh it's it's like a show and tell competition, you know, and dude, mm-hmm. what value is that? I mean, it's it's cool for this um search and explore, right? New gear, new options, and stuff like that. So maybe you can find something that you wouldn't have originally found. That could work for you better, but you're absolutely right about this. Is, this is something totally coming full circle to what we said earlier is going out and actually working with anything you have will pay you exponential dividends, right? The yield is so much better than just these beautiful theorists that put some sort of gun together on the gun builder app on their phone, right? I mean, yeah, it looks good on paper. You know, a lot of things in history have looked really good on paper. That didn't pan out in real life. Okay. Like communism. <laughs> okay, perfect. Exactly. It's a great <laughs> example. Um, Lots of bridges that didn't really work out too, you know? So you know, the, these things, they have to be tested, right? And talking about it, I think is helpful, but doing it is even better. And unfortunately, so few people actually do it. And it's sad. I mean, amongst ourselves, you know, I think we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. in. Just like as a community to hold each hold each other like in a friendly manner accountable, right? Not not just shitting on everybody because it's it's like it's like this uh like a sense of empathy doesn't exist. Like people are incapable of understanding what it's like to be spoken to like that when they speak to other people like that. And it's like, I don't like being talked to like that. Why would I talk to somebody else like that? It's a golden rule, it's what we grew a up with five pillars of character, man.
0: It's because there's a keyboard between you and them, and it's a false set of. Dude, man, it's so and...
1: disingenuous. It's so disingenuous. Yeah. And this disconnect, right? It's it's led us to uh, a, a lot of like false conduct, unfortunately. that That's not how you should or would conduct yourself in real life with people that don't do it on the internet either. Well, and it, it just doesn't help it, anybody.
0: It highlights why, you know, yeah, there's certainly merits to learning things online, but maybe why in-person training with a company like what you guys are doing, right? May be the better experience for you, especially if you're new, rather than just go out there and blindly ask for input, having no idea what to ask or why you're doing it in the first place. Yeah. Maybe it's better. Go, go seek out some training, like, or just understand you're going to, you're going to fucking suffer and hate it for a while, but go seek out some training, like lo- build a resource, find a, mentor maybe even that you can go back to yeah. continuously for yeah you know those questions and stuff that's why I think it's important you know like what you guys are doing is is valuable and, and at whatever level you know whether you're getting started or you're the largest training I don't even know who the largest training company in the country would be but or something in between right there's yeah. value in that and it needs to be there. Um and man I'm super just I'm happy we got to catch up. You know yeah. um, it's, Dude, it's it, nice. It's It's always like, yeah, man, we'll do this in a couple months. And then it's like nine months later. Like, hey, remember that last time we talked and we said we're going to do this again? (laughs) The important thing I
1: think is just scheduling it, right? Like we just need to schedule it. And it's the same thing like with our group, right? When, When we talked about the network thing or whatever, we've actually built into our 2023 schedule days that instead of having a class for the community or having an off day, we actually scheduled a day where we all sit down and talk about like pace, right? So we have the different mag assignments, mutual assistance group where we have like a, a mag meeting. We we've called it something different, but whatever for consistency, let's just keep calling it mag. We scheduled those things in. And I think with anything with yourself is we, we have the benefit of like holding each other accountable. And that's the nice thing about our group, about our crew, the, the boys from GRG is, you know, we can be like, Hey man, why weren't you at that meeting? Or like, you better be at that meeting. Well, we're all going to carpool there together anyway. So, Nobody's getting out. But another thing is like if we want to do this again, let's just schedule it right now. You know what I mean? Like if you want to dry fire more often, schedule it in. Schedule it with yourself. Tell your wife or your girlfriend Absolutely. or whatever the boys on Discord like, hey, Wednesdays at 7, this is what I do. This is what yeah. I do. Not what I'm going to do or like I want to do or I should do. This is this is what I do, right? And telling yourself that I, when I stop drinking alcohol, right? This is a big thing is like You just say, I don't drink. You know what I mean? No, I don't drink. Right. Instead of saying like, no, I don't want to drink or like, I'm okay for now or whatever. You just tell yourself, no, that's that's something that I just don't do, you know, and then like you start to believe it. And then it's just like that just Just it is. that's exactly it. Right. Or whatever. You don't eat sugar. You know what I mean? I run all the time and actually do it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm a runner. And then you'll like running more, you know, instead of like, I hate running. Well, then you're probably not going to run if you should dry fire more, I dry fire Mondays and Wednesdays at seven. Sounds good. And like, tell your family that, and it, it'll just like fall into the fold. Yeah. You know, and this whole entire process. As well. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I, we just all need to be a little bit better at like tricking ourselves into these things, you know, just tell ourselves those things
0: and then yeah. do that. It's just, it's, you know, Hey, everybody's got the struggle. Like it's not, uh, nobody's impervious to the struggle of keeping a schedule and, and building the process and, it no helps. At, life it helps. still happens of course it's, life yeah. still
1: happens but if Shit we're like uh oh, yeah totally man happens. um you know we'll, ca- we'll catch up and we we yeah. probably will be. i mean i i think we enjoy each other but yeah you know it, no, it, it, it won't be like just, it
0: would be it, yeah it won't be like three months down the line it'll be yeah i think this has proven it's been like nine months since the last time we talked like sat too, down and actually talked too so. long
1: man too yeah. long
0: no definitely but i i appreciate you know the time being able to sit down and hear what you guys are going through and, and and working towards and stuff and um if you want what's throughout like the you guys have yeah, we well, have a website you know you mentioned that we and the, you know, yeah. the instagram where can people find you guys yeah
1: garrison readiness.com is our website g-a-r-r-i-s-o-n-r-e-a-d-i-n-e-s-s dot com garrison readiness and it's that on instagram as well um we have a youtube channel there's no videos on it right now working on all that um thanks magic pepper he's he's been a huge guidance in that so if you're looking for us on the socials um website whatever there's that it's fantastic i appreciate this opportunity for you having us on and um Mm -hmm. it's it's me whatever i speak somewhat on behalf of garrison readiness as well but i'm also talking to you just as damien which is really cool like just dude to dude you know and i mean you know under the veil of garrison readiness too i guess so that's cool but you know, having this opportunity to just talk with you—I mean, I have your cell phone number, so I could just call you if I actually just wanted to just
0: chat. I, I forget. Could just... You do have my cell phone. Because you call me. Oh, yeah, I cell- I say,
1: yeah. yeah, because I needed some information about the podcast equipment. Yep. Um yep. And thanks for giving that to me. That's obvious. You know, that's oh, really yeah. trusting of you, even though we yeah. met on the internet. See, look, good connections can happen because of the internet. This is proof of that. Um, yep. But you know, and then also giving Garrison readiness, um like a, a platform in a way, because whether you want to believe it or not maybe you're going to be a modest man but you have some absolutely banging bangers of guests on here man and like it's super impressive to see uh like like your progress like the podcast like not only on the socials like you as Austin on Instagram like your physical progress you going through your trainings and everything like that but also the progress that this podcast has made man i mean it's super impressive the 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 guest list that you have on the show, like I I get notifications. I'm subscribed to you on Spotify, and I get notifications, yeah. new podcasts, and I see some of these names come across. And I'm like, Fuck, "Bro,
0: dude, oh yeah, it's, for no, you, been, but, it's, it's super, super fortunate." Impressive. So, super fortunate, very lucky,
1: dude, dude. It's awesome. It, it's 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 not by no reason. You know what I mean? I think it's an obvious testament that what you're doing here is of quality, structure, sound, and intent, right? So. So that's great, and no, truly, man, I'm not. I'm not trying to float you. Like I like you, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna be genuine with you anyway. But um, it's not just a compliment, man. These are my actual observations. These are my actual thoughts, and um, I appreciate the the opportunity to be a part of some other guests that you have just be a part of your show and like, just be uh, another episode on something that you obviously love doing. If you're still doing it after this long. So for me to be a part of your journey as prepared mindset podcast is also, um, that's very kind of you and uh, I don't take that lightly for you to, for you to give me the time, your time time in general is just, it's just really precious. So, so I'm grateful.
0: Yeah, man. No, I, I, we always have a good uh, conversation. Yeah, We've, we've known each other, coming up on a couple of years now honestly yeah, it's it's been years. yeah so um i always enjoy it and uh we will get something on the books to do it again but uh i wish you guys you know obviously this is the best of luck going forward and i look Tons, forward man. to seeing everything that's coming down the line so let's yeah, two uh,
1: mutual man two mutual we've got uh we both have a lot of growing to do upward and onward man
0: absolutely all right man take care there it is uh always a good time always a good time catch up with Damien and we always have some some pretty insightful and uh, I'll, I'd even go as far as to say heartfelt you know conversation Damien's very passionate about you know what he's doing over at garrison and I you know I appreciate that and I support it I think that having people invested in investing in you is one of the more unique things about this community and it's starting to become somewhat of a rarity. Uh, with some people out there just trying to make a buck off some things. You know, we've all seen <clears throat> some of those companies out there making some less than awesome decisions for the almighty dollar. It's unfortunate, but it's, you know, hey, it's what makes the world go round. But that's not the case for for Damien and Garrison and what those guys are doing. Um, I highly encourage you guys check out what they're doing on social media. If you're local to them, check out the website, check out a class, go see what they're doing. Putting in the work, man. You know, uh, there's, there's a lot of people out there doing different things and what they're doing, I think is the, is the good stuff. You know, there's lots of good companies out there. We're certainly blessed to have a lot of those good people on here. Uh, but you know, I will go as far as saying that Damien was one of the first people that, that, you know, came on as a guest here on this podcast. He's been a, a, a terrific friend. And somebody I've been able to confide in and and converse with and grow with over the the course of this this podcast and everything that we're doing here. And certainly it's relationships like that that lead to the success that we experience. And again, that's just it highlights the importance of relationships, but also just how awesome this community can be. You meet people like this. You make friendships like this. I mean, you know, states away from each other, never met each other, have a strong relationship, talk, you know, frequently uh, not as frequently as you'd like. And, and you know, these long conversations, these long form conversations, certainly not as, as often as you would like, but, but great connections and great friendships and, you know, re- relationships that, that build off of each other and, and you both grow. Um, so I'm super happy to have had the opportunity to sit down, catch up with him, uh, share a little bit of what they've been working on with all of you. And like I said, check him out on social media. Garrison Readiness on Instagram. See what they're working on, see what they're doing and if you, if you're local and you're looking for some place to train, I I encourage you guys to go check it out. But that's all I have for you this week. We'll have another awesome guest next week. We got all kinds of stuff lined up for the next few months here. I think you guys are really going to enjoy the next 3 or 4 weeks of of content we got lined up. All kinds of good stuff going on um and <clears throat> really really just looking forward to it. Um also, have to say thank you to the gentleman over at Custom Night Vision. Uh, if any of you guys have been following me up to this point, you know that I finally invested in night vision, and they went above and beyond with their customer service. I said I would shout them out in the podcast, and I I, I want to. I think if you guys are looking for good companies out there to do business with, Custom Night Vision has you know some pretty good service practices and some very good prices. I got a very good deal on my D Ball A three. Uh, I'll probably be returning to them. Uh, for For future business um and you know I had just some concerns over shipping, you know with the u s p s not being reliable and whatnot i kid you not, I sent the email within five minutes. I had a phone call, letting me know what the situation was, letting me know what the options were, letting me know what the outcomes could be and it showed up today this was yesterday, but i just i blown away at level of service, so I did want to make sure that I at least call that out and you know make mention of, of my, my good experience. So for any of you guys out there looking into the night vision game, maybe there's somebody worth considering, but that's all I got for you guys this week. It's the end of the episode here. And like I said, next couple weeks, we got some pretty cool stuff lined up that I'm excited for. Uh, but until then you guys get out there, hit the range, work hard, train smarter, and be prepared.